ladies and gentlemen, if you want to watch the best wrestling podcast around with some sizzle, it is off the top rope. Yeah, yeah. This is your boy Ty Asbury, and it's Monday night, and you know what's going down. This episode is going to be, as we all say, sweet. <laughs> my live guest, she is from Canada. She is the sweetest thing, and she is tearing it up in Canada wrestling. This lady's making her name for herself. My live guest tonight is Chris Tarrant. Chris, what's up? What's up? Thanks for having me. <laughs> It's truly an honor, and this episode, like the tagline says, it's just going to be sweet because you're on the show, and like you've been talking, we've been talking about it. You want to talk wrestling. You are wrestling. You love wrestling. You're wrestling 24-7, so that's why you are here tonight. And I got to ask you right off the bat, how's wrestling going? Keeping busy? How How is it going in Canada? So just let everybody know watching live. How are you doing and your journey in, in wrestling? Yeah, so it's it's going pretty great. So like we just, you know, got started back in like what, August or whatever. So the bookings are starting to pick up and, you know, every weekend it seems like, you know, it's starting to fill up more and more. So it's been a lot of fun and I'm excited for 2022 for sure. Now, it's crazy how we're actually about to go on to 20, you know, 22, and two, you know, 21 is pretty much done. You got a little bit left of the year of 2021. Now, when you look back on last year, I know COVID really hit Canada pretty hard, but the little bit of time you had to, you know, kick ass in the ring like you do, like, was there things that you looked at in 2021 that you really gained and really achieved in wrestling where you, you sat back and you thought to yourself, man, like, you know, I learned this or I learned that. If there were some things in that case that you learned and gained in wrestling of this year. Yeah, uh, for sure. So this year there wasn't a lot of wrestling, but there was a lot of, you know, information still flowing around. There was a lot of seminars. So it was a lot of like, you know, like not so much the wrestling, but like, you know, the the inside aspect of it, how the workings of it. I attended a lot of seminars. So that was really cool. And um yeah, this year I actually made my debut as well. So that was pretty awesome because all of 2021, it was like on and off of training, not training. Oh, you can wrestle, but you can't touch each other and you have to wear a mask. So, you know, that was pretty, yeah, it was a special time, 2021. You brought a really good point. Now, when you're training and with COVID still going on, and I'm sure everybody can agree, I'm, I'm, I'm just sick of it and it's just driving me insane. <laughs> Now, when you actually were in the facility training and you just said you had to wear a mask, like how frustrating was that? Because I would think when you wear that mask on top of being in the phys you know, physical action, sweating and how much of a pain like was that? 
Yeah, like sometimes it's hard to breathe and then, you know, because you have to wear a mask and you can't touch each other. So you you can like learn how to do certain things, but it's not the same as doing it for sure. You know, like touching the person, doing the move. And yeah, just to be able to not wear a mask and breathe properly, it makes such a difference. Yeah. Now, you really talked about how you, uh, of course, going to seminars and it seems like wrestling seminars are really, they have been a big thing in wrestling, but I've seen a lot of them more and more and more from on social media and so forth. Um, as of late, did you go to any wrestling seminars that you really learned a lot about and you took that and pretty much kept that in your mind before you made your big debut in wrestling? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't so much recent, but it was within this year. But we had uh, actually two seminars with Dan Housen. And, you know, he really knows like the, the promoting yourself, the social media aspect, you know, of uh, merchandise. So that's something I was thinking about when I was trying to, you know, like how are you going to brand yourself? You know, what will people like, you know, so that those were things I was thinking of. And yeah, it was really helpful because, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's doing really well when you look at the pro wrestling tees and what he has going on for himself. And like a lot of it came from social media. So definitely that. Now, of course, I got to ask you, how, how does it feel to be making your debut on Off the Top Road? Because I'm going to say this is one of this is the sizzling podcast around today. So how do you feel to making your debut on the show tonight? I'm really excited because I see you you interview a lot of great wrestlers. I saw a couple of weeks ago you interviewed Jessica Black. So oh. I'm, I'm glad, you know, that you asked me, you know, to, to be amongst all these great women and men, you know? Well, I mean, you know, the biggest thing I, I, I'm, I'm going to bring up right now while I've got a chance because I may forget. Um, you are part of one of the biggest times of wrestling. The, the, pretty much the biggest thing that is going on today is women's wrestling, the big evolution. And you're part of that because it's just like booming and booming and booming. And I, I'm sure that 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 has to stick in the back of your mind like, damn, like women, we're, we're killing it, main eventing and, you know, just – being how it is now where it wasn't like that back then, I'm sure you're, you're probably blessed to think where you've become and how women have become in this business. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, like you said, I train at IWS and I, you know, work there, but there wasn't always a women's division. Like, you know, so if it wasn't for all these women, uh, like I probably wouldn't even be wrestling where I'm wrestling. It wouldn't be possible to, well, it would be possible to train, but it would be much harder to get bookings if it wasn't for all these women, you know, working so hard throughout these years. Now, I'm sure you got millions of them. You're going to have more because you are the, the, the sweetest pea. You're only just you're the only only one. Can't nobody touch that. What what do you want your current fans and new fans to get from this episode? Your parents, so they can move forward with you and your journey into you know winning multiple titles and more promotions. What do you want them to get from this episode tonight? I guess uh, just to see all that I'm doing, all that I'm working towards, I guess, you know, they can also look back at this episode, you know, one day and see like, okay, this is all that she was doing and going through to get to this point, because it really wasn't easy. There was a lot of times where I could have just quit because it's like, it's hard to commit to something. So uh, hopefully they see that. Now, I, I hope this wasn't the case with you, because I know you got that heart desire and fight. And I just sit behind a microphone, but I'm, I'm no, we all know how hard of a business wrestling is. Was there ever a time where you, you wanted to quit because it was just like hard or something happened? Where was that ever like in your mind where like you were like, 
this is crazy. Yeah, actually, when I first started to train, it's like you think, okay, obviously it's going to be hard, but when you take your first bump, you're like, oh my gosh. So the first few months I found was the hardest because you're just like, why are we doing this? This is very painful. And but your body gets used to it. So I guess at that point, you know, once I got past that, I was okay. Yeah, because I've heard multiple stories where you take that bump and you, you know you get winded, knocked out, and everything. But I'm really glad that you, you stuck with it. And here you are today talking to me tonight, and you got more coming up. I want to talk about that too in the show where you had more things coming up in 2022 as well. Now, since you know you're you're still you know pretty much doing the business, you're getting your groove on, you're getting warmed up. Have you the biggest thing of, of being a wrestler? You you got to train day in and day out, just got to keep hitting the grind. Have you actually ever come across like a, a, a workout that could be cardio, anything that's helped you with your wrestling, where you're thinking like I'm gonna keep on doing this workout because it's really helped and benefited me? Have you ever come across a workout that'd be beneficial to to wrestlers? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes we do this drill where there's like five of us in the ring and there's one person in the middle and, you know, we drop down and you have to cartwheel or you have to roll over and it goes continuous for like two minutes and you're just going and going and going. And it's very helpful because when you're in that ring, it's like you don't realize how much you're doing and how much you're running around. So if you can just like build it up like through drills like that, it definitely is helpful. Now, now you, of course, when you get on that microphone, you know, you just got to dog your opponent. It's just like fire and desire when you get on that stick on, on the microphone. Now, when you are far as like in terms of putting down and getting a promo together, is that something like for you, you got to like have that like plan or you just go on the microphone and you just go with it and just do it? Well, I feel like when you have like points planned, like you maybe have your ending point it's better because, you know, you're not rambling for too long. You can get straight to the point because sometimes, you know, people can go on for two minutes, but you lose kind of, uh, you know, you lose interest. So I feel like if you have like little bullet points, it's it's a little bit easier. So I guess a little mixture of both. Yeah. Have you, have you ever, because I mean, who doesn't love movies? Have you ever, ta- have you ever taken or, or seen a movie that you love and you've seen like an actor or actress say a line and you're like, man, I want to maybe take that and put that to wrestling and twist and turn it around. Have you ever had that where you've seen a show or movie where somebody says something and stuff with you like, I may use that? Like a little catchphrase? Not so much yet, but I know, like, I feel like I should because a lot of people take from wrestling and, you know, it just gets recycled. But that's where, like, where the originality comes from when you take from, like, other forms of media. But I can't say I have yet. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, I got to ask you, because I saw... We, I, I was getting my notes down. I was like, I got to make sure everything's crisp <laughs> comes on the show. Now, as far as you being called the, the sweetest pig, how did you, how did that come about? I think it's really cool because it's something that's, it's unique and different, but in a cool way. Like, how did that come about? It's just very much just me. I've always, it's kind of something people call me sometimes too. Like, you know, they comment on my photos. Oh, you look like a you know, little sweet pea. It's just like my character. Also, like when we're just in the ring, I'm always, oh, sorry. You know, I'm just, you know, sweet, being sweet. So I was like, you know what? I guess that's who I am right now. <laughs> so I'll call myself that. Now, did you ever have like another name that maybe you had lined up 
and you ran it by family and friends and they told you, nah, don't, don't, don't use that. Or the sweetest <laughs> thing, like right to you. Did you ever have something else? Maybe that was like a backup plan. Well, I had like names per se, not like nicknames. I feel like they kind of like, you don't, it's hard to give yourself one. It's like, you kind of have to like wrestle, see what you're like. And then you like, okay, this is who I am. And it's more fitting that way versus trying to mold yourself about, you know, around a nickname. Cause you might not be what you want to be, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it, I definitely like understand that like uh, perfectly clear. You talked about just a few minutes ago that in wrestling, it's all about branding yourself. I mean, cause you got so many tools, social media and everything. Do you think the way social media is and how it has like a big, like pretty much claw on wrestling, do you think it's, it's better? It's a good thing to have social media to, to brand yourself and market yourself today in wrestling is it bad or is it good like where where do you feel about that social media being like a big thing with wrestlers and having like a twitter page facebook page like how do you how do you feel about that i find it's good i mean it could be a negative aspect for some in some cases because anyone could just say anything but i think it like in my personal experience so far it's helped me get my name out there and like people that otherwise wouldn't know about me they see my tweet or I say, I want to wrestle this person. And then someone sees it. And then I'm wrestling that person next month. Like if it wasn't for social media, it wouldn't happen. So I definitely think it's helpful. And uh, just kind of like you can post things out so people get to know you as well on your character. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Now, of course, something else that's pretty good. Tonight's episode of Off the Top Road, because my live guest, you know, she wrestles in IWS, the dojo. She wrestles for a promotion. Canada's own miss, of course. <laughs> Tara is my live guest tonight. And the way we do on the show, we got the comment section up there in the corner. If you want to ask her a question, boom, ask her a question because she is here to answer every question for all of our fans, new fans. We are here tonight to party it up on off the top rope Monday night. Now, there's promotions like everywhere. There's so many out there, which is good because, like you said, you want to get more bookings and get more, you know, noticed uh, in the world of, of wrestling. Now, have you had your eye on promotions that are like outside of Canada where you're like, man, I want to make my way outside of Canada and try this promotion out. And if there's a promotion that has caught your eye, what do you like about the promotion? Yeah. So one is more of a long-term goal it would have to be shimmer because, you know, all of the great women in the wrestling, no matter what country they're from, they all pass through shimmer. You know, so I've, I would really like to someday, you know, hopefully it's not so much out of reach uh, to work for Shimmer, you know, but, you know, as a Canadian, sometimes it became kind of hard to work in the United States, but hopefully one day I can. <laughs> now, if you if you had to pick probably, let's just say two states you, you want to wrestle for and pick these two states like what would the two states you want to go to to wrestle in? And if you had maybe two, maybe of their favorite meals you heard about food-wise, like what would you choose if you go to these two states? Because I'm a big foodie, so that's why I'm asking this question. Hmm. So I definitely, you know, great wrestling city would be Chicago, and I would like to get a deep dish from Chicago. Because yeah. we have our versions here, but it's not, you know, is it authentic? I don't know. Um. <laughs> Besides Chicago, <laughs> I'm trying to think of food now. Hmm. 
I guess it, I mean, I've been to New York before, but it'd be cool to go to New York to wrestle. Yeah. And in New York, there's so much food. I, but when I've went, I don't think I've ever had a New York bagel. So I guess I would have to say that because then I can compare it to the Montreal bagel, you know. Now, what, now what's what's the whole thing? I'm not, this first I'm hearing is, what, what's the whole deal about the educate people who don't know? What's the whole <laughs> thing about the Montreal uh, bagel? Let everybody know because I'm actually thinking about it now. Yeah. Oh, I'm not an expert by all means. I mean, I love to eat them. I think it's just the way they're made. I don't know. I think they're smaller and like just thinner. Whereas I think the men, uh, the New York bagel is like bigger. I'm I'm not sure, but yeah, I feel like it's I don't know some tough competition. <laughs> now, if you're up and ready, you got the bags packed. You're about to head on to out, out of Canada to another promotion. Could maybe if it's Shimmer, you know, you go on there. Once you're on your way and you go through that front door of Shimmer for the first time, what would that promoter be getting when Chris Chris Sarah goes through the door? What would that promoter be getting? Yeah, so um, if I was walking through the door at Shimmer's, uh, I would definitely just be someone that would just give their all. I mean, everyone likes to say, oh, I'm the hardest worker in the room, but I would definitely just try to do follow every instruction that they want and put the best show on for all the fans because, you know, I used to be a fan as well. So I know, uh, I know what, you know, they want because I was once them as well. So definitely <laughs> that. <laughs> now, you that's the one thing like, and I love about wrestlers, you're, I guess you could say you're a wrestler first and also first, first A, I guess you could say, you're also a fan. I'm sure you being a wrestler, you're always, you're, you, when you have time, you know, not wrestling, you probably watch wrestling. And what's one thing about wrestling? It could be a wrestler or promotion. What's in that area? What's one thing that's sticking out to you about wrestling that you're really keeping your eye on? You're saying, damn, this wrestler or this promotion is doing a damn good job. Like, how would you feel about that? Yeah. So what wrestler or what promoter I think is doing a really great job? Yes. Um, hmm, it's a great question. I would definitely guess I, I would go to AEW because that's you know something I probably watch the most. I would say Britt Baker, she's doing an awesome job. She's, of course, she's actually one of the reasons I became a wrestler. So when you just see her hustle, you know, she didn't start, you know, when she first started, you know, she was good, but she had some criticism, but she, you know, she worked on it and it became like, what was not her strength became her strength. So I would definitely say probably her. That, that's a real cool story because you said that Britt Baker is the reason why you are wrestling. And I guess like when you see her matches, do you, do you watch her a lot? And I guess that's just like her. She's, I guess she was, you would say, is she like your motivational tool, which I think is awesome. Yeah. I feel like, well, there's, there's many women that, you know, and men that inspired me, but yeah, I would definitely say because she just, I feel like, you know, she just knows what to do at the moment, the right moment, where to look, what to say, you know, how to brand herself for the right T-shirt. You know, she just she's got it going on. Now, this whole this whole really cool episode of All the Time, I've been thinking about you, you know, the, the, the sweetest pea. I, I, I love it. Have you have you been <laughs> thinking about like any new t-shirts and what design to put. Cause I'm really thinking about that. Like yeah. do you have any like new designs in the works to come up, like come up with a new shirt for like uh, merchandise? 
Yeah, I definitely have some merchandise uh, coming in 2022. So I have the design and now I'm getting some, you know, small things done. So I have stickers coming. I'm going to see, okay, will people buy it? Will they like them? And if not, I'm going to make them into shirts. If I mean, if they do like them. So I'm going to start small. So I don't like, you know, get something and everyone's like, oh, I don't know. And then I'm just stuck with a bunch of them, you know? So yeah, it's definitely coming. Now, of course, I'm sure you've had battles in the ring up to this point, and I researched, I did my notes, and I saw you had a match with, of course, we all know her very well, Miss, of course, Vita Scott, and you had a match, of course, with her. Now, this thing between you two ladies, I'm sure, is that the type of feud where you and her just bring the real best out of each other? Like, what, what would you say about her, and is this feud, like, over with yet? Because I saw you guys had a match, and, like, <laughs> I mean, she may see this episode, but like, what, what's what's the deal between you and her? So Veda is someone I've, you know, before is amongst the people that I admired before I became a wrestler. So it was very cool to meet them and uh, train amongst them because I get trained by speedball. So I get to learn little things that maybe Veda gets to do as well, or Veda does already. And he realizes, oh, I, Veda does that exact same thing, you know? So yeah, we did face each other and it was my first big match so there was a lot of pressure and it made me want to like rise up to veda's level because like you said we all know who veda is they've been wrestling for a long time so i wanted to match that intensity and it's definitely not over uh between us two i definitely because she's the champion at iws and i'm definitely i have my eyes on that title <laughs> well I, I i really i really i'm really predicting that 2022 <laughs> You're gonna look on this shoulder a belt. That shoulder you're gonna have a belt. So I mean that I, I really feel that that's coming your way, and I, I'm I'm definitely guaranteeing that. Now I got to show you a clip here on the show, and when I bring up this clip, what's the what's the just the first thought that comes to mind? I'm gonna pull this clip up for everybody watching the show. Now I saw this, <laughs> I was like, man, like she's airborne, like. If people didn't see this clip, this match, like what 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 was the deal uh, with this clip here? <laughs> well, yeah, as I was up there, I thought to myself, how did I get here? What am I doing? I was going up for a dive and then I, you know, wasn't paying attention and I got helped out of the ring by Judas Cassidy. Uh, very nice of him to do that for me. <laughs> yeah, it was very terrifying, but, you know. I, I think I think it seems like even though you're terrified, you may be terrified like in one ear, but in the other ear, when you hear the fans, does that erase being terrified away when you hear yeah. the fans? Like I, I would think that that eliminates a lot of stuff. Yeah, like you don't really think about it. You're like, okay, let's just do it. You know, I'll be okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I was so. That's what you learn. You're like you're you're scared to try things, but you know, most of the time they work out. Now, you of course paying your dues, work working hard. Like I said, we're all proud. I'm proud of you. Now, there's people in there that want to follow in your footsteps. You know, they they want to be well, they can't be. There's only one, you know, Chris Chris Tara. But somebody who wants to follow in your shoes, what, what would you tell them to be aware of when they want to step in the world of pro wrestling? Yeah. So one thing I really learned is that a lot of people they want to be wrestlers, but the thing is, is you have to like always like you just have to consistently show up to practice and learn because if there's little gaps in your like learning it's like you just it's like you're restarting all over again like you just have to be so like hard on yourself and commit 
That's something I learned because I saw when I first started coming to the IWS dojo, I saw, okay, who is advancing and who is advancing, right? And there were certain guys like Alex Mays, like, what is he doing? Oh, he's there all the time and he listens to corrections and he, you know, he doesn't make excuses. So that's what I tried to do as well. And it was working out. So I would give that advice to people. Now, of course, I definitely, because I've been, I've been hearing about it. You, you've been pumping it up because it's your promotion and your school. So you have every, have every right to uh, pump them up. You got yeah. the IWS Dojo and the IWS, they have their own promotion. Now, you split the two apart. Why should wrestlers go to, to the dojo and train? And what about the promotion? They should try out to get experience. What, what's the beneficial thing about both of these wonderful uh, places to be if you're a wrestler? So at the IWS Dojo, we're really lucky with the coaches we have. We have Speedball Mike Bailey and Shane Hawk, and they have like alternating uh, styles. So you get to learn kind of like both, you know, like there's the new age of wrestling and then the kind of like old school Memphis. So you kind of get to learn both of them. And it's just, just really well-rounded training. And a big thing there is we learn moves and we learn, you know, drills, but there's a lot of practice. So we get a lot of reps. So when you have your first match, everyone's like, whoa, this is your first match. And it's like, technically it's my first match, but not really because we do 20 of them, you know, in a month. So that is very helpful. And with the promotion, uh, the Montreal scene, like just all of Quebec, like they just bring in a lot of great wrestlers that you might have not heard of, but like, they're just so good. It's crazy that, you know, they haven't broken out of uh, Canada, some of them. So that's just one thing. Like you'll start at the IWS Dojo and you get booked on the show and you're like, whoa, like I'm wrestling amongst these people. Like I hear the stories. I thought I'd be wrestling in like, you know, a barn or like a, a church, but no, I'm wrestling at like big venues with like really well-trained wrestlers that are super passionate. And the fact that one thing that's very beneficial to you being in Canada, I mean, you got all the great stuff that been in Canada, the Hart family, you know, the yeah. Edge and, the list goes on on Canada. So I, I, we could be here all night naming wrestlers from Canada. <laughs> and you're on that list. And I probably said this like a hundred times. That has to be like so freaking cool because I, I've been dying. One day I want to travel to Canada to see a, a wrestler show up there. I got, I got to get my ass up there and do it. But <laughs> that, that, you had to feel so blessed and like just like every day for that. Yeah, definitely. There's growing up all my favorite wrestlers were Canadians because they were all super awesome those that were on TV and then you go to the independent scene and you're like oh it it's awesome here as well I wish I knew before you know now we're not too far away from from Christmas and we all you know want to look at look over in our stocking and have something there if you had like a, a wrestling stocking you know with you know your name on and everything you look in there what, what would you want to be in there like what match, what opponent? Hmm. Uh, if I could look in a stocking and something that is not physical would be in there, it would be to debut at certain promotions. So I've wrestled in Quebec and Ontario, but there's like, you know, several other promotions. And that would definitely be that, you know, just to branch out and get more experience in amongst other people that I've never met before. So whether it be in Canada, you know, overseas or even America, when possible. Now, of course, it's about that time we do it every single episode here on Off the Top Root. Now, this segment I call Damn Ty. That's, that's pretty good. So this next question, got to put the thinking cap on. It's it's just a question that makes you really think. Now you ready to hear the question? Uh sure. 
Now, of course, you being the sweetest pea, of course. Now, you get your own pay-per-view, of course, for IWS. Now, using the word sweetest, what would the pay-per-view be called? And you and Veda Scott are in the main event. What kind of match would you and her have? Um, I, so what would the, it be called? Yeah. I guess it would be called um, <laughs> Sweetest Revenge because at the last pay-per-view, Veda, took, she defeated me with a chair. So that definitely would be it. I got choked. I, I got a lot happening to me. So I would definitely would like to avenge that match. That's real. That's probably one of the best ones I've heard. The sweetest revenge. That that'd be cool. You want her? You want her around the poster? Like I, I definitely go up to Canada, get my bagels, and definitely uh, watch that match. Like no, no doubt, I would check that match out. Now, of course, we're pretty much wrapping up here. This sweetest episode of all the top rope. Now, I definitely got to ask you, from one to ten, would you ever come back on all the top rope again? Definitely. I. I would give it a 10 and hopefully by then when we're talking, I have accomplished a lot more and we could just, you know, rehash everything. Definitely. Cause like I said, I always do reunion shows and definitely, you know, you know the Chris Tara <laughs> reunion show would definitely be sweet. That's the way I got to put it. <laughs> um, what, what's up next for you? Uh, all your fans want to know wrestling matches, any projects, what's up next for you upcoming in the rest of what's left of 2021 and 2022. What's up next for for Tara? So you can catch me next week. Actually, I have a show on Friday and Saturday. Both, well, one in, one's in Hawkesbury. You can catch me in Ontario, basically. And in the new year, you can catch me, of course, at IWS. And I'll be branching out into other provinces. And always can find me on Twitch as well. So. I said it at the start of the show. I'm going to say this again. This episode was definitely the sweetest, one of the sweetest episodes of all the top room because my live guest from IWS, the sweetest P, this, Chris Tower, was my live guest tonight. And as I always say, God bless you. Have a great holiday. Be safe. And you're always welcome back here on Off the Top Room. Thank you so much. This is your boy, Ty Asbury. Have a great night. God bless. Tonight's episode was one of the sweetest. I'm out of here. Have a great night. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to watch the best wrestling podcast around with some sizzle, it is off the top rope. Yeah, yeah.